This is SG Pod, a Stargate podcast. Repeat, come try several times. Come try us, come try us, Sarah. You will be yeah. better. You're better. Yeah, I know. Thank you. It's like all I've got notes about is like all that motherfucker. You're stuff. better. Come try it probably means better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that again later. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the Smurfs. Come try a Come try a and, and welcome to SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. My name is Sarah. Haven't seen the Stargate movie. Um, definitely have seen the show. Definitely don't remember the show. Needed uh, needed uh, some something fun to do with my friend and something comforting to do during pandemic, which hopefully is ending. Mm. Yeah, and this yeah, is, this is this, by the way, is early July of 2021. And, I, and I'm Tori, uh, a big fan of the movie, never seen the show. And as Sarah pointed out, yes, this started back in uh, the, the, the depths of uh, 2020. But we're here now. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and now, and yeah, now we're. Uh, Baxed and waxed, bitches. <laughs> Baxed, waxed, and ready to learn to play the sax. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember oh, what yeah, the third should, thing yeah, yeah. is. I don't want to. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We're we're here, folks, and we're we're uh, we're coming up on the end of season one. Uh, today we are going to be talking about episode eighteen. Tin Man. Tin Man. Or for episode eighteen, Colonel O'Neill finally gets to be a dick to himself. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I had episode 18, Tin Man, or the gang gets come try all over them. <laughs> oh my God. Episode 18, the Tin Man or arm come try <laughs> <laughs> I regret that later in my notes, it's denoted as arm jizz because it really should be arm come try No wonder you think come try Come try It's running through your tube it's, it's veins. It's, 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 it's on your faces. Oh God! It's all—it's all, it's it's in it's all over the building. Oh God! Um, Runs everything here. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. We we got a lot of talk about in this episode. Spoiler alert! I I I really I really enjoyed this episode. I th- I, th- I thought I thought it was pretty good. Uh, directed by Jim Kaufman, only episode he ever directs. I don't know if uh, he rubs some people the wrong way or something or uh, what whatnot. But this is his only credit. Oh my God, and we'll never know. We'll never know what happened because we have no more time to talk about it. Because, Tori, do you hear the alarms? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole mountain's going to blow up in 24 seconds if you can't summarize this episode. Oh, is it me? Is it me this week? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, God. So I feel weird because there's a big twist at the end. Every- you're, it's, it's, it's just, you know what? Gotta roll with it. And uh, you gotta always be prepared as if you as if you're in the mountain. Okay, spo- by the- all right. 
All right, spoiler warning for for the next twenty five seconds. <laughs> if you look, if you haven't seen the episode, why are you listening to this episode? Right, right. Okay, go. So the gang goes to a high school auditorium and they find this weird dude. Well, and they get hit by lights and they wake up to find this weird dude. And he's like, you're better. They go back home and they find out they're like robots or something. So they're like, fuck this. But they go back and they're like, what'd you do to us? And like, you can't be reversed and like reverse it. And then they find out and then they find themselves. They're actual organic bodies. There's two of them. They're copies. And so now we have two gate gangs. Oh, I, that was pretty close, though. I mean, that was, that was tragic. That was. I feel upset about the mountain. It's all right. Rebuild we, it before the next episode. We got robot clones somewhere. Oh, that's right. We are the robot clones, so it's all chill. We got insurance. We got synthetic insurance. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Oh yeah, As yeah. You- let's let's get it. Yeah. Let's, now, now that we're dead uh, from the bomb, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Our cyborg selves shall continue onward. Oh, I was being my ghost. I feel better already. I feel better. <laughs> In fact, it's, I'm a little disturbed by how good I feel. <laughs> it's weird to feel this good. Uh, get a stethoscope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead is better. Okay. Um, so, like you said, I like, I like that, that they go into like a neon high high school gymnasium didn't it look yeah. like that like what because yeah, totally. the, the, re- the reflection of the vertical water hole like i'm like this is like a high school uh pool that we're wow. rolling into slash boiler room slash quidditch <laughs> high school quidditch <laughs> or like slash i don't know yeah 80s 80s doctor who scenery um, <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay, so you're talking about the, the cold open and they get there and they're like, ooh, ah, they, Daniel's like, wow, they probably are even more advanced than us. And Sam was like, very much more so. And then Daniel's like, but everything looks so old. <laughs> and I was just like, I need someone to give me an explainer about how the earth is the OG planet. And yet somehow this place looks older than earth tech, but is more advanced than earth. Oh, tech. it was the dark ages. Remember Daniel? I, already I, I wrote that down. Is this the, <laughs> is this dark ages bullshit? Not understanding what dark ages mean. Going to continue through the whole fucking one. The dark ages was responsible. And two, nobody else had a dark age. <laughs> <laughs> and the dark ages meant that, uh, d- didn't meant something other than oh we don't have a lot of written record of Europe <laughs> in this Stargate universe. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, th- yeah. They, they they come through. Uh, O'Neill's, you know, and th- at this point, you know, just finding a new place is just rote. Like uh, O'Neill's, like yeah, well, here we are, gang, at P three X niner eight niner. Yeah, I let's, know. Let's go see what we can see. Can I just like they continue to be way too cash walking in to every fucking planet. Yeah. They're just like look like teenagers walking around the mall, like like daring you to make eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So they're walking around. They, they, uh, you know, it's just it's just this weird like boiler room factory place they see a strange floating sphere 
mm-hmm. as they're walking. And yeah, and and yeah, I suppose I should just point this out now. I mean, I don't know who if it was Jim Kaufman or the cinematographer, but they uh that they they just they don't know what secondary or tertiary uh lighting is. <laughs> um it's literally all primary colors. Mm-hmm. Uh and it it as, Did you think it was a decision? Oh yeah, de- de- definitely oh, a decision. Okay, okay. Yeah, definitely. You said they didn't know what it was. Unless they so. unless they looked in the shop and could only find like primary bulbs and gel. <laughs> I mean, as a lighting guy, it's uh, yeah, like it, it's hard not to 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 wince. But yeah. although I'm also I also use primary colors a lot in all of my designs as well. So I suppose I can't really talk except for green. You don't fucking use green. Do you think it's <laughs> Oh yeah, that was weird. That made it look like that. I will say that part of it like we never see any structure that looks like it again and it really stands out it's not matching the rest of the scene the scenery because mm-hmm. everything else is like you said like black and gray and like primary lighting and i just um which i just learned about that's what i mean to sound like oh i know who that is um but i get it <laughs> very fast um because i'm better and you're right about the star trek thing because they they used that they did that a lot too you know in the 60s like borg in the well and on board ships hey sometimes oh yeah yeah yeah. it's a little boardy but i um is this supposed to be like advanced like in a steampunk way are they meant to be steampunk <laughs> I, I i mean i don't know uh, harlan doesn't seem very steampunk to me like they could have well made harlan's batshit bonkers <laughs> so and which makes sense because i mean sorry i didn't mean to jump ahead but i will say we all just found out what during 2020 among with, with amongst other bullshit happening, you are stuck inside mm. and isolated. He's been living 2020 for 11,000 fucking years. Yeah. So I mean, I'm way further away from like normal than I was <laughs> a year and a half ago. <laughs> I wasn't that close before, but fuck. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So yeah. So they're walking through the shitty steampunk factory, and uh, they've uh, they find a computer console, and they're just looking around. Oh, I know, because Sam goes, "Oh, a computer! <laughs> what a nerd!" And it looks kind of like an old Dell. <laughs> yeah, it's like filling up half a room. They're they're the advanced ones. I mean, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then an ominous, and then an ominous sound plays, and they're like, "Oh, now we should get out of here." Uh, oh, and O'Neill's like, "Little sounds ominous." well i guess that's why i wrote ominous (laughs) uh yeah and they're about to leave but then they all they all get shot with the ray and they and they uh uh, quote unquote fall to the ground they seem to disapparate i don't know they they didn't have any money for stunt doubles this episode so they're they're, they're like, like jim kaufman's like i need everyone to like as they're falling to just watch your knees be careful of your knees and your appendages <laughs> fall like you know you've got like a mild case of vertigo yeah. like it's just <laughs> It was pretty weird. And that's why they did that weird flashy lighty over their bodies, right? So you wouldn't quite so oh I'm distracted from the bad falling. Yeah, if they had if they, if they And I was until you brought it up, I was like, Oh yeah, those falls were <laughs> like if I did or you know, now Ooh, they're just they're, they're a little dizzy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we uh then we cut to credits and uh and we come back and the gang awakens on some um slabs. 
some cool slabs wearing cool oh, jams. Man, these cool these bodysuits are the shit. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they wake up. O'Neill Neil goes up to Teal'c and I fucking love this. I don't know if you remember this. He he just goes, Teal'c. And Chris Judge just does the really difficult body lunge, like the full body lunge from suit completely supine to like straight up. Oh. Like, oh yeah. To like standing. Like no, like he, he's sitting down, but he is full his whole upper body like goes into the uh, perpendicular position. And I was like, ooh, well, what about his what about his gaping wound? You know, like I don't mean to brag, but is that hard to do? Well. No, I actually I have no idea. I want I'm dying to like put my head, take my headphones off and lay on the floor and try it, to be honest. It is to do it as quick as Chris Judge does with no sense of like exertion. <laughs> I want to try it. Want to do, new, these wanna do a new segment? <laughs> Yeah, I do right now. Okay, I'm going to angle my computer. Hang on. Okay, yeah, you got to go full, full flat, full flat, and then go straight into a position. Are you ready? Sir. Oh, Jesus. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> yeah, see? When Chris so Judge, impossible. when Chris Judge, Judge does it, it's so hard. His legs oh, don't God. even move. That was really funny because it was so much harder than I knew. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I couldn't. Did you see me? I couldn't even do it. You probably didn't even see me try the first time because there was so little movement. And then the second time was probably just very. Yeah, messy. I thought you were still sleeping. I, I was. That's why I was yelling. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, so they, they, yeah, they, they, they sort of get up and sort of like just mill around and then a door opens and a funny, funny little man comes in. Come try a, Come try a, you're awake. And also this is a time I want to say I'm convinced that come try a just means better, that this guy doesn't have two words in his repertoire. He's one word <laughs> in two languages. We, we, yeah, yeah. Daniel's like, oh, uh, oh, we got, I got, I got to get my linguistical uh, expertise out here. Uh, and, and then he's just like, English? Yeah, I got it. And he's like, oh, well, I'm useless again. All right, never mind. I know. Well, he had that one useful second when he was like, come, come try a, come. A, is that a greeting? Is he's a, like, yeah. Is that, is that, is that a, <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, then come try a. And fucking O'Neill is such a dickhead. He's like, yeah, kumbaya, yeah. come what, come along a ding dong, blue, 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 blue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this dude, you know, this dude, yeah, he's like, you know, he, he seems super happy. He seems very excited. He, he, he's not, he, he's asking him if they're feeling any after effects, you know. Because it- sometimes you've got to restart the heart, which is a oh, weird thing to say. Yes, it is. Yeah, you're right. and I would say that's my only beef with this episode. I'm not going to bring them all up because it's so nitpicky. But there's a lot of like weird little things like that where it's like somebody do like a read through to make sure that there was consistency in the concepts. <laughs> so, but that's kind of typical on the show. I they think. didn't. They didn't have budget for that either. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, oh no, overtime. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just he's he's super excited to to see them and talk with them. And he's like, he's like such good specimens. And you to Carter, a female. 
and 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 tapping's awesome because she just she just stares him down. And Sorry, is, I made that noise over you saying what uh, he says to her. Oh, that, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, no, I, that 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 that's what that's that's what Carter's stare would if it could make yeah, a sound. But, it but would what make. he says is especially you, a female. Yeah. It's just like why, 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 and then she's like. Colonel, and she takes a step forward, like she's like permission to bust his ass. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then for I was like, okay, about that. Is O'Neill like when he says, "Stand down, Captain"? Is he like, "I've got your back. Don't worry, I'm about to handle this shit"? Or is he saying, like, "Stop overreacting"? Oh, and I'm like, has he been on the other missions? Jesus, <laughs> was he was he Jumping in Christ. Emancipation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like, and that's when I noticed that her sweater was different from their sweater. Mm. Like they have a one horizontal stripe, but she's got like a, at first I thought a lady sweater because she has one vertical stripe. I'm like, why does she have a different sweater? You know who else has a different sweater? Teal'c. You know who gets othered the fuck out of this oh, episode? Yeah, Teal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's sort of like, okay, white dudes get a striped sweatshirt. And everybody else gets a different, a better sweater, but a less privileged sweater. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when when she says Colonel, like in my mind, I was like, maybe at, at this point, uh, in their in in their in their gate jumping, like it's pretty rote at this point that someone like does something like that to Carter. So maybe like in the background, there's already been points when she's like Colonel, and he's like, and he just gives her the nod, and she beats uh. the shit out of whoever does that shit. Maybe they've worked out a signal (laughs) after, after what, who was the, what was the name of the dude from the other advanced, uh, group of people that they saved off the volcano planet. Mm. And he was in love with Carter. So maybe they like worked out a way for her, something like a code system. So that, so that O'Neill knows if she is like down or not down. (laughs) So, and Colonel and looking like she's going to beat the shit out of somebody is definitely their code for I am not down. Mm. This is not okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Well, well, yeah. Well, and then, yeah, to continue it, like uh, the, the little man, he, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, your uniforms are gone. You don't need them anymore, but these are better. And he like and go- touches her. Yeah. He mother fucking touches her and the way she looks like she's about to judo chop his motherfucking face off but she doesn't she doesn't yeah but he winces like she might well and unbeknownst to us they all have like super strength at this point apparently right but yeah he, so he says his name is harlan uh mm-hmm. although i'm going to call him h mostly because for some reason the subtitles only used h for his name for some reason oh really yeah yeah, and and you know we we did a little exposition. He's the last survivor of the planet called Altair, and he just starts talking to him about stuff as he's like taking him around on a tour. They do not, they kind of don't want, but they're kind of like, well, we are interested, but we're kind of like, where's our, where's our weapons? Stuff? Where's our shit? Yeah, yeah, where's our uniforms? And he does give them their guns, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but not their uniforms. He tells him about the complex. He's like, "Yeah, you know, we it's neat. It's hard to maintain. It's very big. It lo- he's the only guy there, and we learn that the surface is irradiated, right? And you're like, something about this guy is off. And you know who else picks up on that is Daniel Jackson. 
who says, um, you know, just are, are you out okay? of curiosity, How are you feeling? Oh, Harlan, I was just wondering how long have you been here by yourself? <laughs> I'm not getting at anything. I was just making conversation. You seem totally okay. So. Oh, you know what else I want to say about those, those costumes, mm. those, those outfits as Carter calls them. And she says, how did we get into these outfits? Yeah, Which we- is a, a valid question. <laughs> you nakeded me and put me in this. They better have used some sort of like a uh, beaming device. They should better have beamed me out of my old outfit and right back into this outfit. <laughs> yeah. That would be such a great way to try on jeans. Oh, maybe not though. Okay. <laughs> just wake saying? up in the dressing room. Yeah, no, just get like to be able to, I don't know. Do you just, ugh, never mind. Trying on a hundred pairs of jeans in there. It's just worse. You just get tired of it. But I just wanted to know. So Harlan, this guy Harlan has a pretty like swanky, shiny, like fancy robe. It's got buttons. It's yeah. got folds. It's mm-hmm. got weird collars and cuffs. And I'm just like, why don't they get flowy, fancy robes like Harlan? Like, do you have to earn those by dressing for a hundred years as Dieter from Sprockets on SNL? <laughs> <laughs> like, now it was the time on Stargate when they dance. Come try it. Touch my monkey. <laughs> you know, people are like, what the fuck is that? It was a funny thing, Zoomers, back yeah, in the I, day, sort of. There's no zoomers. We could make fun of Germans back then. I suppose we still <laughs> I suppose we still can, but Yeah, it's like Italians today. Yeah. Well yeah, so yeah, he's just telling him all this stuff, you know. Uh he's he's come trying all over the place. O'Neill's just irritated. he's irritated this whole episode. He's like, Is that like aloha? Oh, I know. And the guy looks confused and doesn't answer because he's like thinking he was about to say no, it's like better. But he doesn't get a chance. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then the other thing is that he's like saying something about, oh, he's talking about the Wallace, the guy, the last guy. The last who, guy that was there, yeah. That who was his pal before he died. He's like, you all, all of you remind me of Wallace, oh. except for you, the lady, and you, the whatever you are. So, <laughs> so all of, of you, <laughs> first of all, yes, only 50% of you, all of you remind me of Wallace. And then whatever the fuck you are dude what are you and then teal looks like he's gonna say something and o'neill looks at him like shut it down and i'm just like how dare you o'neill you've now shut down carter and teal from this piece of shit saying piece of shit things to them and it really is not your place it probably is his place, but it, it feels wrong he certainly doesn't have much respect for this dude he's probably like we shouldn't beat him up because yeah, he, it would just be a waste of our times, but yeah, but uh, yeah, and you know they're just saying all this stuff, and he's he's fairly forthcoming with some things, but not others, because he keeps telling him you have all the time in the world. Yeah, you, yeah, you, and then you, you and understand. Kind of sarcastically says, "We have, yeah, we have all the time in the world." And he's like, "Great, come try it. You understand? Yeah. you know, <laughs> see how much better, right. see how much better this is." When Daniel asks him how long he's been there, he, he, he's like 99 million something something hours. And O'Neill's like, that's 11,000 years. Oh, no, this is my favorite part because then Sam calls O'Neill stupid by going, How do you know that? Yeah. And he's like, Oh, wait, wait, I am stupid. Am I right? Which he should know he's right. 
given the circumstances. And then Daniel calls Sam stupid by going, well, how do you know that? And then Teal <laughs> minds his own business. <laughs> and Harlan's like, yes, of course you did. You were all better. I told you you were better. And they're just like, oh, okay. Well, Daniel's like, yeah, you know, he's right. You know, I, I feel pretty good. Like I feel yeah. I'm not wearing my glasses and I can see fine. That's true. And my hair, like, the Yo, ends yeah, are, my hair is fucking my hair. The ends true. of my hair are just curling under. And, and man, and those body suits are pretty slimming. Like they're, yeah. you know, they're all looking good. Yeah. They look great. And, and as the, as the, actually, as the episode went along, I, I, I was, I was kind of like looking at them. Like, I think all of them have makeup of some kind, like some sort of like, like even O'Neill has right, like right, right. just yeah. a little bit of eyeliner, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, Hey, like who doesn't, who can't enhance it? I, I watch enough TikTok to see that you can make yourself look like a whole other person. <laughs> if you know how to put on fucking makeup, like Gen Z is like, Oh, I've, I'm sorry, but I grew up watching RuPaul's drag race and I motherfucking know how to put on makeup. <laughs> I, fucking should have not stopped watching that show <laughs> yeah and and it, it all it all culminates because he's just like come try it you're better and o'neill just getting pissed he's just like he's like better than what better how and 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 <laughs> and he what he doesn't answer it's that's in god it's it's that stupid like like script thing where they can't give away the thing and so they just have the character not speak they're like confused by the question you know? Although I will say, how many times has somebody been telling you a story and you go, oh, my God, then what did they say when you ask them that? And they're like, oh, well, fuck, I don't remember. So especially if you like yell at them, they'd be like, oh, uh, uh. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's amazing to me. Like, I'm like, what? What? But sometimes I do it. But I think I think sorry. I do. I do think H remembers why they're oh. better. <laughs> uh well o'neill he, he's he's done he's like we're out of here and everyone right. pretty much everyone else is in agreement daniel sort of is like sorry and i know but then harlan's like oh oh dear oh no oh no and he's like looking helpless like helpless and hapless and like what can i do and i'm just like shouldn't he have told them because at that point like danger 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 yes danger it's super dangerous for them to go back through yeah, yeah. Well, he was just he. Uh, yeah, he was just like you will be. You you'll be back. I'm not going to tell you why or the reasons, but you will be. You know, you. And he, and he does seem legitimately lonely. He's like, you can't leave me here. I've, you can't leave me alone. But he's also like, once they leave, he's like, oh shit, they might die. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, maybe you should have told them that. Like you could have like not told them why, but you could have said, don't go through. You might die. Yeah. You will be not better. Yeah. You'll be worse. You'll yeah. be so much worse. This by the way, this this episode is very funny to me for that because he keeps telling them how much better they are and selling them on immortality and then constantly is like, oh, you might die. Like you almost died and you're about to die. Oh yeah. Oops. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and be directly because I made you better. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll talk about how their that their entire existence depends on like a shitty Wi-Fi router. I know. That's constantly Did breaking. I knew that? Like, yeah, you, <laughs> you almost fucking killed them a million times. So anyway, they go back through the watering hole. Yes, they go back to the base, and who do we see? Doctor Fraser. Doctor Fraser, she's back. Yay! 
Yeah, she's uh, looking good too. She looks like she should be better. She doesn't need that suit, you know. Huh. And uh, yeah, she's she's checking on O'Neill. She can't hear a heartbeat. It's pretty fucked up. Oh, I know. And then he goes, "Oh, this is better. I'm dead." And Fraser's like, "Whoa, dude! It seems like you've got beef with someone else. I don't even know what you're talking about." <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, who's that for? Like, you take that shit back to Harlan. <laughs> well, and, and she's like, hmm, I got to check this. You know what I need to do? I need to take a blood sample. Oh, yeah. And come try a. Come try a. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a big old syringe of white goo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty Very fucked nasty. up. And then he freaks out. He's like, oh my God, get it out of me. I mean, and she's like, I mean, I am, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to be so bossy. I'm already doing it, but I like it. Well, get it we, out of me. Get it out of me. You know, it's a whole, it's as close as <laughs> they've gotten to porn so far. <laughs> Even closer than the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently, yeah, they're all different. Teal uh, finally mentions that that he doesn't have a goal old in him anymore. Oh, my God. So Teal checks his gould like my dogs check the dicks. So there is no way it would take him this long to miss it. They're constantly like, my dick's still there? Good. You never notice that? They're always putting their nose on their dick going, still there. Well, you know, sometimes you got to do that. Teal is that on top of his gould in every other episode. <laughs> well, and I, and I was going to say, that takes care of the question of if his x-shaped wound is a constant irritation apparently not oh you know yeah what i mean not, yeah. like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you don't see him like constantly scratching at it and so no he didn't even notice that it was gone yeah you never see him applying a cream to it no to those raggedy edges well yeah o'neill he, he just he's like fuck this and just stu- and grabs a scalpel and just starts cutting deep into his forearm Oh my god! Like a lot, and I can't tell if he's in actual pain. Like he, he's like grimacing, but I think he's grimacing because it's like kind of freaky to do. But I feel like they. I just assume there's no way he could do that as chill as he was about it, unless like he's just like he's not that tough, you know. <laughs> he's not teal, and he. I think it's just like they're robots, so everything feels pretty good to them. Like that's yeah, they're why go- they're, they're, they're goddamn better. robots. They're, oh yeah, that's the, whoops. And then he peels the skin back and there's some, it looks, that's why I asked if it was steampunk. Cause that was some steampunk sort of pump, pump back and forth shit inside his arm. No, yes, no, no. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is not, I mean, robot wise, sci- science fiction wise, this is, this, this is pretty, you know, old shit. This is like, you know, T 600 uh, in term yeah. in Terminator ease, you know, this, th- they're yeah. not, they're not like Android 500 man. This yeah. T, <laughs> T 200. Also had a dumb name. Well, as soon as he does that, Frazier, uh, is the, is, is a badass. She just goes straight to the phone and calls security. Oh, she hits the big red button. Oh yeah. Yeah. And is like, and then it, fuck and this. Then like, I need security. And then they're all like pissed at her. Yeah. Which is really weird because it seems like pretty obvious protocol. Well, yeah, no, she goes straight Ripley. She's like, I can't break quarantine. Like, fuck you. This is happening. And then Hammond comes in with his uh, what's going on O-face. And it, well, first of all, like O'Neill tries to be like the the airmen come in with their guns and O'Neill tries to be like, stand down, airmen. It's just a <laughs> yeah. silly misunderstanding. Stand and Dr. Frazier is just like, belay that order. And they, oh, yeah. they, I, they're not going to know what to do. So it's a good thing Daddy Hammond comes in going, what's going on? And uh, 
she says, this is not Colonel O'Neill. And he's like, yes, I am. And then his arm is just dripping with <laughs> thick white goo. And Hammond goes, would you call that human blood? And O'Neill goes, well, I would call it human bodily fluid, but it is weird <laughs> that it's coming out of my arm. <laughs> he's like, I know this. I know this fluid very well, but. Come try uh, Come try Uh <laughs> He's like, look, uh, hey, you know, I, you know, you had cancer a bit ago. Uh, I know your grandchildren. Uh, remember that one night in Cabo? Like, you know, yeah. you know me, son. And he's like, you will not be heard. You are being taken to you, an, a pretty nice place to be locked up. <laughs> the same room where all the women got locked up with yeah. um, Hathor was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This room is used a lot. They lock up. They lock up their own quite a bit. That, yeah, <laughs> too. And it's still. I don't know why Teal hasn't gotten to move to this room. It's bigger. They use it too much. That's true. <laughs> I guess that's He'd true. have to deal with all the prisoners. So we cut to them in the lockup, and Dan- Daniel's like, you know, I I feel like myself. I am me. Oh no, he's like looking at his but hand like he's me. dropped acid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, look, it's in front of his face and he's like moving his fingers. He's like, Ooh, <laughs> am I real? It's, look at my hand. Is this my hand? It feels like my hand. So. And well, and he asked Tilk, he's like, Tilk, what about the, uh, like the missing, like, how do you feel? What about the, the ghoul? Because he kind of notices Tilk looks weird and starts to turn away from the group. Yeah. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, Carter and O'Neill are like babbling at each other. <laughs> and yeah, he's like, are you okay? Well, until, yeah, well, t- he says he can still feel the presence of the go out world, which is a little strange. Right. And so Daniel's like, oh, I guess it's like a phantom limb. Phantom, yeah, phantom, phantom. And I'm like, yeah, you, you get me. And Tilk was like, oh my God, Daniel Jackson, you get me. Like you <laughs> really understand my experience. Well, and then O'Neill comes in and he's like, I like this line. He's like, Colonel O'Neill or whoever you are. <laughs> uh, he's like, look, I'm sending SG five to the planet. We'll figure this out. And, yeah. And O'Neill's like, I don't know. O'Neill's so weird in this episode. Cause he's just, he's just like pissed, but he, he doesn't really have a position of any kind. He, yeah. He's just pissed. But he's like, no, we got and he, Then he finally tells him about Harlan and and Carter's like, yeah, he must have transferred the, our consciousness into these bodies. Right. And because Carter is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, you didn't meet them at the gate this time to debrief immediately. Like, yeah, they got WTF. into they've gotten into a pattern that's so rote now that they're just they're just phoning it in. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, no, I mean, I forgot I was still golfing or some shit. Like, <laughs> Doesn't he look like he golfs? He does look like he golfs. Oh, he that's foregone foregone yeah so he was golfing well as they're talking they they all they all crumble again the gang like gasping for breath and they're Mm -hmm. holding their ears much oh shit the hodgepodge of reaction something's happening and he's like it's imperative that we go back yeah to px3989 niner three eight niner three niner eight niner People on the left side of the plane, if you look out, you will see robot of your robots, robots, you, you as robots. 
Well, yeah, so they they like yeah, some soldiers like take their limp bodies and throw them and like unceremoniously throw them through the gate. Oh yeah. They get to the other side and they're pretty much fine as soon as they get to the other side. I know it's a parlance like, oh my god, you guys almost died. You almost came through too late. So I'm like, this first of all, so far some suck ass immortality. Come try Come try you're back. Do you guys don't look like you feel better? <laughs> <laughs> but you probably feel better than you did a minute ago right aren't you glad you came back i told you you'd be back i mean he is such a fucking psycho right <laughs> he's like somebody who like gives you stockholm syndrome and some kind of like weird selecting poison that only he has the anecdote to yeah. antidote to and then when you come back he's like told you you'd be back <laughs> we, well yeah and and very or like steals your dog and then like told you you'd be back like, I'm not here for you. And also being like really excited, like excited about it too. And oh my God, he is like a six year old who's like, I finally get to go trick or treating. <laughs> well, yeah. And O'Neill is just super pissed at this point. And it's like, and you know, and fair enough. Like, you know, like body autonomy is very important, uh, especially oh, when it's sure. your entire body. <laughs> no, they've been like, they've been just violated beyond like i feel like capacity for cognition like it is overwhelming yeah with exactly. this motherfucker he's, he's like totally a psycho and he's like oh good my new friends are back <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like okay your kidnap victims your body horror victims like are you gonna human centipede them next it's so <laughs> You never know. Don't fall asleep around Harlan. <laughs> you just don't know what weird shit he's going to get up to next. Yeah. Well, well, cur- the colonel's like, just do it. Change it. Do, do, go in reverse. And and H is like, well, it's I can't. It's irreversible. I forgot to mention. Mm. I just wanted to say. When they get thrown back through before Harlan comes and greets them, I thought Robot o- O'Neill was smart because he could do maths the way he did maths. Mm. But I actually laughed out loud because Sam still has to explain the power source concept to him. <laughs> like they come through and she's like, oh, we must have needed to get power. We must have run out of power. And now that we're back, we're closer to the power source. And O'Neill's like, what? <laughs> and so Sam has to explain it. And I'm sorry, he can't both be a smart robot and be the stand in for the audience audience's explanatory Q&A bullshit. <laughs> so that's something they didn't think through. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, well, even though they are like charging up, uh, Harlan's like, you got to, hey, go lay down. You're, you're, you need, you still need to recharge. Like not not only is the wireless power not instantaneous, your batteries, you know, it's, you know, it takes a couple of hours to get to 100%. Yeah, and you can tell because uh, in, in this scene, uh, Daniel Jackson is really sleepy, yeah, he's, yeah. a little groggy. He's like, mm, Jack, maybe you should rest. You don't want to run out of power again. <laughs> and they're just like, but you're by the power source. Isn't it like, can't you be by the power source? It's like when I plug my iPhone in and I can keep watching TikTok. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're there. They shouldn't have to lay down, right? They should just like. Right? The laydown place should be right right next to the power source. Like that's where it should be. Harlan. But I just don't understand because they got better right when they started coming through the gate. They started powering up. So I just don't feel like they need to rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's all some bullshit Harlan told him so he could go like do get up to some 
garbage, keep them away from some stuff. Well, that could be the case, but uh, he's, we're interrupted by uh, a voice through the intercom, uh, which I, I swear to God is Chris Judge Judge's voice as well. Oh, the computer? I think so. I wonder. Which I was like, nice, you know, two acting gigs in one episode, you know? Sure. Two, two line, line parts. And, and yeah, we hear, we learn that section two is damaged, needs some repair. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So Harlan's like, I'll be back. Gotta go. Gotta go. Oh, so gotta much, go. Go. so much to do. Yeah. And he's like, kind of like low key blaming them. Like Victor. he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I had to spend, <laughs> turns out I had to spend so much time building you guys that I neglected my other work. And now we all might like be fucked. So it's your fault too. Can you guys just like lay down and shut the fuck up. You've already inconvenienced me. <laughs> anyway, I'll go take care of it. <laughs> So yeah. I just think he's like also a manipulator, which makes perfect sense given the situation. <laughs> he's bad fucking news. Should be like a, a article, a BuzzFeed article about him of like, like 10 warning signs that your robot self builder is in an abusive relationship with you. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and, and also apparently also a robot. They come to that conclusion. That oh, he obviously right. has to be a, yeah. a robot as well. And O'Neill is still pissed. And he's like, I'm going to go have a talk with Harlan. You know, robot to robot. It's pretty good. I know. That's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I decided in this episode that maybe I just like O'Neill because he's he's a little bit funny. And that's that's worth it. Oh, yeah. They, they give they give him the, the quips, you know? They yeah. Give, they give yeah. him the that's his whole thing. Everyone's growing on me. OK, like Daniel oh. Jackson is growing on me because he has lovely hair. <laughs> and and he makes thoughtful expressions. Sam didn't need to grow on me. Teal'c didn't need to grow on me. And O'Neill is um, funny. Well, there we go. Yeah. yeah, it's working. He's not as smart as MacGyver, though. That no, no, no. Yeah. no he's he's more MacGrubery. <laughs> start calling him MacGruber. Yeah, well, so he leaves and the gang just hang out and talk for a little bit. Da- you know, Daniel's just like, you know, they are, our organic bodies are also machines. They're just organic. Like he's starting to like, he's, you know, he, his, his trend, his transition into being a fucking robot. He's taking it and he, he he's, he seems to be hey, somewhat okay with it. At this point in the episode, I'm actually like, okay, chill the fuck out. Like you've <laughs> just been told that portable batteries might be available because some people have left with portable batteries and right. never returned. Right. Right. You're, you feel great. And as somebody who has like disabilities, I was kind of like, yeah, this does sound better. And then like <laughs> Samantha and like Samantha's like, maybe this will be okay. And so Daniel just kind of runs with that optimism and then she gets mad at him and she's like, He's like, that's basically the same. She's like, it's not the same, Danielle. Have you even been hungry or thirsty since we this happened? And I'm like, bitch, you like being hungry and thirsty? Are you also <laughs> mad that you don't have to pee or take a shit or get constipated? Like, I don't get it. Are you like, man, I'm never going to throw up again. This is horrible. And then I started wondering if they could have orgasms. Because for a minute mm. when they were talking about like when Daniel's like, I mean, we all of our sensations are still the same. I was like. Oh, he's like, I'm going to spend eternity with you, Sam Carter. <laughs> I mean, You're I mean, I don't know. Like, it just I, makes sense. 
I mean, as soon as, I mean, I don't know if I, as soon as, if I found out that I was a robot, I mean, that would be one of my, the first things I would do is, you know, just take a robot quick, fuck. well, just take a quick peek and just oh, see the business sure. for sure. And be like, I feel like I can feel the business without using my hands. Like just sitting here, I'm like, have an awareness of all the parts of my body. So I would do that <laughs> first because. I'm already a little self-conscious because motherfuckers <laughs> like, especially you, great specimen woman. <laughs> so I'm not going to like grab my shit in front of that guy, but I am going to be like, also a bit defensively, I'm going to be like investigating just through sensation. Like, I'm just going to be like, oh shit. Like, do I want to have, still have that? This guy's wild. And I'm just, you know, you know? <laughs> Yeah, well, as they're talking, Teal sort of, he just go, he just, he also walks out uh, without saying anything. And they're like, hey, but a little weird. He doesn't buddy. look like he feels better. No, no, he's definitely preoccupied. Yeah. And then, and then he goes out and then we see like, and they sort of like try to go find him. Yeah, but they can't. No. And, and he, and he starts freaking out. Like he goes into like a shaking, seizure. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this begins. The half of the episode that I would call everybody hates Teal. Um, just only because there's a show everybody hates Chris, but mostly I'd be call I'd call it nobody really gives any fucks about Teal. Not really <laughs> on, not really in the group, not really a part of the clique, not invited to everything. Oh, well, I mean, I, I don't because a hundred percent from here on out, people once in a while go, Where's Teal? And the answer is always like, Who cares? <laughs> Somebody says, Hey Colonel, have you seen Teal? I left him with you. Hey, do you know where Teal is? Yeah, it's best we don't know. Hey, he's different. Like Harlan is such an asshole. He's like, oh, it's it, yeah, well, just he's different. We don't need to find him right now. Well, no, like when that when that scene does come, he 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 says it. He says it like this. He's like, and the other one, he's different. Like he like his first like non like jovial. Yeah. like excited voice is in that line and he gets a weird sneer on his face. And I was like, Whoa, dude, fucking yeah. hell, man. I know. I don't like, like Harlan does not pass the vibe check. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so, uh, we cut to, uh, Harlan and O'Neill and O'Neill's like, still like, what, what did you do with our bodies? Like, seriously, like just, we like, if you can't, where, where are they? And Harlan's like, it doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. You know, still not really saying any, um, I mean, and I was like, well, it kind of matters. Cause in my mind, I was like, at least we know where the Gould is. Like, where's the Gould, you know? Yeah, like, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Why haven't nobody brought up that argument? Hey, that one had something potentially dangerous in him. Yeah. But is he a danger to anybody on this? It, Cause everyone's a robot on this planet. <laughs> so I guess he's not really a danger to anybody anymore. <laughs> And also I'd want to know, like, so is my body dead? Is it in stasis? Yeah. Uh, did you cremate me? What's up? Like, am I being used as a power cell? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and while they're talking, Harlan is uh, re uh, repairing shit, which consists of him, like, wiping a pipe with the world's most disgusting sponge. Oh, I wasn't looking. Oh, it's it's disgusting. Like, like he he needs, like, a new two-for-one pack. Oh, you know dear. what I mean? Oh, like it's the worst. Well, where's he going to get one? I don't <laughs> think that they have prime. Like he lives in the only place left where they don't have prime. He should have asked them when they left. He's like, bring, you know, bring, bring back some nice scrubbies and uh, maybe some oil. You guys will be back. So bring back some, <laughs> some 
Can you get like a 20 pack of sponges? <laughs> he's he's like he's like hitting the pipe with a wrench and he's like, mm-hmm. ah, there we go. You know what? I find it hard to believe he's able to get them such nice um black outfits when he's not able to get like a new rag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and his robe is not eleven thousand years old. <laughs> or do you think actually that's what he does in his off their- time? Do you think they can even take their clothes off? Like, is there any point to them being able to get naked? Like, are their clothes part of their robot? Mm, mm. Because Teal has a belt. He's got pleated pants with a belt on. Well, and Teal does raise his to show his his oh, his okay. his uh, his abs, sans gaping wound. Okay, seems like a waste of materials, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. But I wouldn't put it past Harlan to be making fuckbots. Oh, I mean, yeah, we we don't we don't we never see that part, but yeah, mm-hmm. but that's why like, he was so just excited. Just wait, just wait, <laughs> and he's like wants to fuck all of them. Honestly, he's just, like, <laughs> just wait a hundred years, and you'll be into me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, as they're talking, we get a little more exposition. Uh, he talks about how you know his civilization, uh, the planet was, uh, you know, the whole thing was turning south. And so they made them, so they used their technology, made themselves synthetic to survive. And then they went underground. Isn't that wild? Like, is that, is that surviving? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Cause they can't, they don't know. I mean, I mean yeah, I don't know. Are Cylons people? They seem like it. And he, well, and he's like, yeah, he's like, first there were a thousand people who sort of did the thing. Uh, he's mm-hmm. like many malfunctions. Some went through the mm-hmm. gate with some portable batteries. Others committed yeah. robo suicide. Yeah. By going up to the surface, which I was kind of confused. I was like, wait, so you could make yourself synthetic people, but you couldn't make yourself synthetic people who could withstand whatever was up top. Holy shit. You're right. Why did you have to both become robots and move underground? Right. This is dumb. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm sure there's like good reasons like, well, we're cyborgs. So like we still have like human tissue and stuff. But like I just want to like, can a Cylon get radiation poisoning? Because I don't think so. And I think these guys are basically Cylons. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, so Harlan's been alone ever since. Uh, and I and well, and then this is where I thought I was like, you know, speaking of Stockholm syndrome, like he himself has Stockholm syndrome from his own experience. <laughs> like he's oh, like Stockholmed from- himself into thinking everything is better. You know? Oh, I think, well, he's just gone bonkers. Yeah. He's just straight up like got um, like isolation psychosis or some shit. Mm. Uh, as they're talking, there's another alarm. Uh, the primary power source needs fixing it's about yeah, no this is just when he's saying you guys still don't appreciate my gift i have made you immortal oh fuck <laughs> i think we all might die in like two minutes the router's not flashing green anymore fuck yeah. <laughs> and so he's like i need all your guys' help you guys were fucked xfinity is doing some work down the block <laughs> Yeah, apparently just, they're upgrading something, quote unquote. But you, you guys did not charge enough before the work started, so you're going to die. Yeah, yeah. So he needs their help opening up some vents, some rusted vents. You know, he's mm-hmm. not been, he's had 11,000 years to keep this place in sh- tip-top shape. It's shit. I know. It's like, and he's like, well, it's too much for one person to do, but I'm a little bit like, but that's like all you've had to do for 11,000 years. You haven't had a book to read. You haven't had an iPhone. You haven't had a friend. 
So they're they're about to like head out to uh, fix some rusted vents. Without Teal'c, because nobody gives a shit where he is. Well, uh, O'Neill does ask. He's like, where's Teal'c? We could use him. And this is where Harlan's like, we don't need him. He's different. But also, <laughs> like, Jack was not interested in where Teal'c was a minute ago. And he's like, well, now we need him. <laughs> now we need him to do some tasks for us. So it's not much better colonial O'Neill. <laughs> I mean, he's going to fit right in. Well, now we need different titles, like Robo Neil or something like that. Like we now, mm -hmm. now there's two. Well, spoiler alert. And so Neil Prime, obviously. Well, well, so they all go off, and I want to point out that uh, this is another apocalypse timer. Um, oh yeah, it's a little, but it's not twenty four anything. Well, what? well, check this out. So they're not measuring it in seconds; they're measuring it in Hubbled units. Hubble. Oh, that's right. Was apparently the creator of the technology or the right. factory or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was earlier. I thought you were going to say that Harlan had Stockholm to to Hubble. Oh well, I mean, but or to Wallace. Or they both did. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, Wallace was obviously his life companion at that point. Oh, God. Harlan and Wallace. That's a that's a spinoff. Yeah. Because there shouldn't be SG2 as a spinoff. There should be Harlan and Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging out at the it's high a school prequel. pool. <laughs> it's a prequel to this episode. <laughs> a whole series. <laughs> well, and, and, and with this apocalypse timer, like just in just a little bit, you know, it kind of ticks off and is like we're up to eight Hubble units, 10 Hubble units and the failure point is 12 Hubble units. So it's a unit of 12. So if Hubble okay, unit okay, means okay. like is like two two Hubble units for every one earth minute, it's okay, 24. So it is 24. Oh yeah. my god, good job, nerd. Yeah. yeah. You went full nerd on that. Hey, I didn't hey I hey, they 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 they're doing it. But to notice, to notice. <laughs> they're so happy that you noticed. I mean, I am too. That's good. Good. So they're going around. They're doing like super robot shit, like jumping and and tearing off metal and like doing and they're just sort of like, oh, this is this is fun. <laughs> I'm hey, just hey Carter, them doing... look, look what I did. And then Carter's like, Daniel. <laughs> I'm just picturing them like just the way you said it, like doing like, like wilding through this hallway, like parkour, like doing parkour and like tearing up a piece of metal here and parkour, reaching a piece of metal up there. Parkour. Well, as, as we pointed out, they didn't have budget for stunt doubles that they probably right. could have been doing some really cool shit in this factory setting. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, but, but yeah, they're just doing the thing. O'Neill's like fixing something and then Teal'c rolls in and just starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah, O'Neill's like, Teal'c! And Teal'c is like, fuck you, fuck all of you. None of you cared where the fuck I was. And he just starts smashing O'Neill's face against a big old pipe. And, appar and apparently it's the pipe that he needed to fix because as soon as it happens, the intercom is like, danger averted. And then, come danger come averted, come try her. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, okay, definitely means a lot, like, better. Yeah, better now. Yeah, come try a. Well, so and then the rest of the gang roll in. They're like, Teal'c, he's he's about to just 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 destroy O'Neill. And they're like, Teal'c, what are you doing? And then Harlan comes in and just straight up, sh yeah, he shoots Teal'c and uh, and he disintegrates. And uh, yeah, and and everyone underreacts. 
because they're like, no, okay. A little bit. Yeah. They're just they're like, like, they're just sort of put out. They're just sort of like angry 13 year olds. Like, how are we even supposed to do the assignment now? Mr. Harlan, when you didn't even like give us the full instructions, you can't take our textbooks and also have us do a report on chapter 12. Okay. And that's basically how they react. They're like, cause he's like, Oh no, everything will be fine. Your friend will be fine. Don't worry. And they're like, how you murdered him. He's, he's disintegrated. He's yeah. like, Oh, well, he's like, I'll repair him. And like repair what? Yeah, I know. He's dead, motherfucker. You did it. And he's like, no, no, no. Just go take a nap. You, you remember you have to power. I don't, but you guys have to power up in that room. Bye. And uh, they refuse to. They, they're just done. They're done listening to him. They're, Wait, yeah. 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 They just follow him. O'Neill, you know, he's been beat up a little bit. He's now sporting uh, the, the latter half of Terminator yeah. 2 T-800 look a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got a little, got a little metal skull showing through his ripped off yeah. skin. Um, yeah, and they well, so they they all just they all just like follow Harlan to his lab, where we see a new Teal'c uh, laying on a slab, just covered in cum trya. <laughs> like it's disgusting. And they're all like, "Hey, this isn't cool, Harlan." <laughs> Not cool, dude. Um, like. No, you're canceled. I was be like, so. Daniel be like, oh, is that like part? Is that like a uh, part of the process? And, and Harlan's yeah, like, Daniel's uh, like, hey, yes, <laughs> yes. And like, maybe Carter's like, I don't think this is cool. I think we should do something. And Daniel Jackson's like, we don't know Harlan's culture. <laughs> and and you know, I'm thinking, but we know Teal's. <laughs> I mean, it's not cool. We shouldn't be surprised <laughs> about this. He's he's been come trying. This entire episode. <laughs> yep. Like, we should not be surprised at this point. That's why he made friends. Well, well and so, and then we learn, uh, Harlan says that the the mind of the, the mind of the Goa'uld in the original Teal'c was also transferred because he didn't know about it. Right. So that's why check. it malfunctioned. He didn't check. He was, like, he was different. I didn't know. And then he sounds less sneery about him being different. Well, and apparent. Well, it seems that apparently he's never met another like a Jaffa or anything like that. Even though there's yeah. a Stargate. Well, but remember, like the Gold didn't build the Stargate. Oh, right, right, right. right. And when they asked Teal'c, uh, Colonel O'Neill asked Teal'c in the first scene, he was like, "Teal'c, or because Daniel Jackson goes, well, at least this isn't Gold technology." And just to verify that, uh, Colonel O'Neill says, "Teal'c, you ever seen anything like this before?" He's like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> he's like, maybe in high school looks, <laughs> looks similar, but ours was in much better shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, our, but, our, our onsite, uh, uh, maintenance man took his job a little more seriously than, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than this guy. I got some court time during the games, you know, <laughs> last, last 10 minutes if we were doing, if we were doing really well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, so uh, Harlan's like, well, yeah, so I know that I know about that now, so that's not going to happen uh, again. And O'Neill rolls in, and he's just like, just turn, turn it off. He's like, no, I'm not done. And O'Neill's like, this is a violation. I'm not going to let you make another one. Yeah, and he's like, for the last time, where seriously, our other bodies, fucking, yeah, because- show us right now. We're tired. We don't want to be in these golems. Put us in. Our bodies proper. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, I can't, but I'll show you why. Right. So he rolls, we roll into a different sort of uh, uh, resting room. What do you make of this resting room? What is happening in there? Because I'm seeing the team laying down of their own volition with their fucking eyes open with some really weird um, duct tape on their mouths. <laughs> and I don't understand what's happening. In my mind, uh, it, it it almost seems like the duct tape is some sort of like stasis thing. Stasis tape? Yeah. But why are their eyes open? Dry. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, we see them and they look fine and they're looking around and shit, although that's it. Yeah, but they're, it's weird. They're looking around and shit, but they're obviously not taking anything in because mm. um, they go individually oh, and yeah. take their mouth tape off and they're like, oh, uh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. And the weirdest part is when actual like Colonel O'Neill Prime is like, Harlan, what the hell? Where the hell have you been? Like he has registered time passing, but they're looking around and they are like somehow haven't seen all the doppelgangers. I don't know. It's weird. Well, they don't really react to them either. That is also fucking weird. The only one who reacts is Teal'c because he wants to know where the fuck his is. <laughs> As O'Neill later says, Teal'c feels left out. I know. <laughs> I'm just like, God, this is everyone hates Teal'c. <laughs> this is high school. This is high school. <laughs> yep. But yeah, but no. Or being in an adult clique. <laughs> but no, the, the, look, this is the twist. Yeah, they're actually copies. They're, 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 their consciousness are copies of, of the originals. And I got to tell you, I did not see this twist coming. I didn't. Not at all. You know what? And I had me. forgotten about it. I didn't. I, I Same. I was like, oh, shit. And I'm like, that is really, really, really fucked up. And I <laughs> feel like at this point, they should have taken out their copies. First of all, they should take out Harlan, but it was just weird. Wait, but which because... ones? Wait, who? Wait, who takes oh, no, okay. out? Okay, Primes, SG Primes. Yeah. <laughs> should the first person they should uh, put a bullet through is Harlan? Yeah. <laughs> which is unfortunate because that is a one-person genocide. True. True. But if they just shoot their doppelgangers, which Obviously, you would, right? That's just very upsetting. You don't know that they can't replace you in your life yet. They're just very scary, creepy. And, but if they just shot them, then Harlan would just do his weird thing he did before and knock them out and make another one. Mm. So you gotta, you gotta, you know, cut the head off the snake and kill Harlan. I mean, that's like whatever happens in the scene is nothing I just said. So none of it makes any motherfucking sense. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. So we, we learned Harlan's whole thing is that he, people come through and he make he just immediately makes copies of them. And his plan is to like, yeah, basically keep the copies and then mm -hmm. send the original back. Right. And he's just like, why get like, why can't you people just like adjust to this idea that you live here now? And I'm like, I don't know, because like most of a thousand of your own people couldn't adjust to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And where are the portable? Where are those portable batteries? Are they all gone? Like, my dude, why are you still here? Mm. 
for 11,000 years, why don't you take a portable battery pack? Why don't you just ask if you can come to earth or like somewhere else? Why, why don't you just take a portable battery pack with you and like go to another planet through the Stargate? And I just like, why are you doing this? Why are you inflicting this on like, I don't, what? So maybe I, like, I think I did like this episode, but I did watch it like three and a half times. And I think that would have been too many times. <laughs> well, it's, it is, it, it is a mind fuck because it's like you as the audience have been like hanging out with uh gang 2.0 and they, mm-hmm. they've like learned a bunch more. I've been doing a bunch more than the primes. And mm-hmm. so you relate more to them by the end of it in a way. And so it's this weird conflict where you're like, well, fuck like who, like, yeah. Who's the, who's the protagonist in this situation? Right. And like the Daniels like are talking to each other about like how dope, how dope (laughs) this is. And, and I feel like the Carters are like, Oh my gosh, we could end up being so different from divergent experiences. And somehow when the O'Neill's go into another room together, they're like, the Carters are already fighting. <laughs> and I was like, that's some sexism. I hate you. That's true. Hate, hate you. Yeah. That, that didn't sound like bickering to me. They were just sort of like going over the consequences. And well, and they said it like, of course, you've got two women, even though they're the same woman, they're already fighting. That's women hate each other. Everyone knew that in the nineties. Everyone knew women hated each other in the nineties. Even if they were themselves, even if they they were were themselves. themselves. Uh, Well, and I have to, I have to point this out. Like, uh, man, the shot, the, the shot of uh, both Amanda tappings Mm -hmm. looks like absolute dog shit. It is like the cyborg Carter is super stretched. The video Mm -hmm. is super stretched. Um, it's, it's a lower resolution than the rest of the scene. Like mm. it's, it is literally like I, it really, it really boggles my mind because back to the future Two accomplished this shot in 1989. Yeah. Like, they had a little more money. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But, but then, but then in the scene, but then we go later to, to the two O'Neills and that looks relatively fine. It's like, yeah, the, the two O'Neills looked good together. I think it's just like, um, it was a Sorry. slapdash. Yeah, I think thing. there's like um, Star Trek TNG, I think sometimes also does a good job and sometimes does a bad job. It, it doesn't depend partly on like who and like the director and who in the editing team or the art department is working on it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just I'm no, asking. No, that, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, sure. And, and they really fucked up tapping scene. Got it. Yeah, it really it really was the worst. You know, good on them for trying, I suppose. But yeah, they're 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 all so they're all just hanging out themselves. And O'Neill, it's really it's really affecting him because like Cyborg O'Neill rolls out immediately. He doesn't he doesn't even like talk with his original with Prime. And Prime doesn't talk. He like gets up and silently walks away to go find mm-hmm. uh two point mm-hmm. And so yeah, so they talk a little bit and do the <laughs> do the thing. <laughs> Well, because you know, the, here's the thing is that Carl O'Neill suffers from like some level of depression. So he doesn't want to live forever, but Carter and Jackson are like, so guess it sucks to not be immortal. Prime me. Why don't you fuck off back through the hole (laughs) and I'm going to stick around here and live for motherfucking ever if I want to. And I might even master a portable battery pack. So, but O'Neill is like, I do not 
want to live forever, which he is explicit about. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause he's kind of, I mean, I don't either. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they talk a little bit, you know, they, they talk about like security and codes and like, you, you know, you might be a liability at this point, cyborg me. And, and he's oh, like, I know. I know, I know. And he's like, how do you know? Because I'm you. I get it. Yeah, I'm going to bury the Stargate. We're going to bury the Stargate. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, don't even think of trying to send a bomb back through. And then Prime is like, I wasn't going to. And then Robot was like, I know you were because I think just like you. And I was just like, that's pretty fucked up, Prime. <laughs> You're being a because, dick to yourself. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but also like just. Oh, these two are dicks to each other, the whole combo. But like, <laughs> I'm like, why wouldn't you just like, I don't know. I don't know why I think that that is a more dick new move than picking than than shooting Harlan and all the doppelgangers in the head and then going back through the hole. Because mm. maybe it's the deceptive part of it. It's creepy. Anyway, Harlan's a straight up psychopath. <laughs> so... This that's what makes this show disturbing. I do I do like the last bit with them because uh Prime is like, you have my word, Colonel. And 2.0 is like, call me Jack. That's pretty good. That's yeah. Pretty, that's pretty Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sad because he's having quite the existential crisis. As but. as as he should be. I know. Why isn't anyone else having an existential crisis? And somehow Teal Prime is having an existential crisis. Nobody because, likes me. Because <laughs> his doppelganger was killed. <laughs> Well, you killed my golem? The fuck? Okay. That's fine. No, I think it's really cool that you all get to have a conversation with yourselves. That's so neat for you. I'm sure we'll go to another planet. I'm sure we'll go to another planet that has this and we'll have the opportunity. So it's fine. Yeah. It's not like this is never going to happen again. It's well, great. It's well, fine. yeah, it, it seems it seems from their conversation that like, yeah, at least, yeah, Anil 2.0 like they, they're, he's resigned to the fact that they're going to stay. And right. of course, I mean, he's depressed, not only the fact that they're going to live forever, but also because place is shitty. There's no rec room. Mm-hmm. There's no pool, even in the mm-hmm. pool room. Mm-hmm. And they have to hang out with Harlan. It's like the cosmic mirror to Disneyland. <laughs> it's, it's bizarro Disneyland. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's the, like it's the, backstage it's the, Disneyland, which is the fucking saddest creepy. place on earth. Yes. Holy shit. The show should be called The Saddest Place on Earth. <laughs> so we cut to there there's a there's a self goodbye at the gate. Um they made so another cheesy. and and they made another teal. Wait, that, they did? Oh yeah. That went through. Oh, I missed that. I wasn't I looked away. I just want to say that is really fucked up. And they should not be letting this dude make any more, more. anybody's, especially one that's going to feel empty cuz he's not going to have go old so he's gonna miss it he's gonna notice well right well and and, it, that, and that got me thinking i'm like you know couldn't harlan have just created more copies of himself is that no because he doesn't have the source material of his original body but shouldn't they have put yeah. some of their should they should have kept everybody some of everyone's dna on ice right do you need the whole body that got all got me also thinking about the fact that like if they made copies of themselves, yeah, what happened to the originals? I mean, obviously, it was 11,000 years ago, of course, but mm-hmm. it's... He, like, well, it's more than that. He's been alone for 11,000 years. Ah, right, right. But then but then it's like, so, like, that was their plan? Like, they, 
they they made copies of themselves to live and mm-hmm. so oh maybe that's why they moved underground because their originals couldn't live up top and so they were like well we have to keep we want to keep our civilization going so let's just make copies of ourselves we're going to die but we'll live on sort of no harlan says that they can't even as robots go to the top but also let's talk about this is this a good idea <laughs> this planet is ending this planet's canceled this shit's over as fuck do if we could do we want to live on as just let's just even say disembodied con like computer consciousness and some kind of underground server is that is that a continuation of our civilization so to speak is it do is that a good idea doesn't do shit for me I'm still actually going to die. I wouldn't be like, oh, cool. You're going to transfer me into a robot. That'll feel the same. No, doesn't do shit for me. That sounds gross. I do not sign on. I know. I do not participate at all. Fuck. That's doesn't even make sense. It's so stupid. It's so weird. And you know what happens is only the weirdest motherfuckers sign up for it. And that's how you get the last person of your species being robot Harlan. A crazy <laughs> robot. This is where you robo- I don't even think robots go crazy. I think he's a robot of a crazy person. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because who the fuck else would do this? It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Sorry for being so high pitched. Well, it also it makes happens. you think like in terms of like what kind of personality would pull well pull through like he's like a bunch of people like committed robo suicide and he and he didn't he he hasn't he he gets some sort of joy out of just being like trying to take care of this machine which the point the point of it is just to take care of it, basically to take care of it just keep extenuating it for no real reason he's a font of toxic positivity in the workplace <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's better, right, you guys? It's better, right, you guys? It's better, right, you guys? Who's going to pick up the ice cream cake for Sam's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, I mean, well, I mean, that's pretty much the end of the episode. They go, and uh, the most disappointing part of the episode for me was that there was no come trya at the end. I, I would have thought that yeah. O'Neill would like come trya or some shit like that as he's walking yeah. through. No, nah, nothing. Or as they're walking through, like maybe they all um the 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 robots would have all put a hand in and then gone <laughs> gone whoop whoop come try it as they lifted their hand in the air and like a and then you know oh they're all gonna be okay. Um, this show does make me feel like watching Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Tori. Yo, we comforted. Was I made better by this episode? <laughs> Ah, shit. Were you made better by this episode? <laughs> uh, I think ultimately, yes, I enjoyed this episode. Like th- this, this is sci-fi right here. You know, this is a, uh, it was super compelling for me. I thought it was, I thought, you know, I like this type of shit. Uh, it was pretty sweet. And uh, I'm like, look, like they, like they have to, they have to come back to gate gang 2.0 
at some point. Oh my in the God, series. I was thinking the same thing. Okay. So I was like, either they have to come back to this planet at some point because of that whole thing Sam Carter said of like, we'll become different people because we'll have divergent experiences, or they have to get their porta pack batteries and they have to run into them on some other planet yeah. at some point. If they don't, that sucks. Yeah, that that'd be that'd be a wasted opportunity if they don't do yep. it. Uh, although, and and it well, and as I see the director, the director doesn't come back. I mean, maybe not. Maybe they just completely forget about him, which that that would suck. But no, I'm I'm hoping that it happens. I'm hoping that it happens too. I because I, I also independently had that thought where I was like, yeah, that that needs to happen. Uh, Sarah, were you comforted? Were you made better? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. All I want from this show at this point is to be science fiction. That's all it has to do. The bar is just like, don't be a military show, be a science fiction show. I don't want to know about your bureaucratic bullshit. <laughs> I I don't give a fuck about any of that. I don't, yeah, I don't want to see you guys in the park. Like, well, with <laughs> I, I just want you to do sci-fi stuff. And to me, this was, I agree, this was a sci-fi episode. It had flavors of Battlestar Galactica. It had flavors of Doctor Who. It had flavors of Star Trek. So I mean, good job. That was fun. I enjoyed watching it. And it was like compelling in how creepy it was. Like I am really distressed mm -hmm. by like some psychopathic shit and people getting locked into a situation and not actually being able to get out of it like the doppelgangers like you know yeah the robots and so i did i i was i i was made better <laughs> cool. Cool, cool cool no tori yeah throughout the episode were you able to find a yay that's a character i want to be a meh take it or leave it sure character and a nay no fucking way i want to be that person were you able to find those and can you tell me a little bit about why uh yeah yeah no this one was easy um my yeah uh is dr fraser uh <laughs> love dr so, i'm sorry she doesn't give a fuck she she just goes straight ripley and it, and it's very little screen time and she just does her job does exactly what she's supposed to do doesn't give any fuck belay that order soldier mm -hmm. she is she is pretty solid yeah and then we don't see her for this episode it's pretty sweet uh my net <laughs> my net who i would not like to be is obviously uh gang 2.0 they they've got they've they, they they've got a tough fucking position at it's this horrible. point it's it's the worst like what like they're just relegated to i hope they have a deck of cards because yeah their existence is just one of boredom and pain <laughs> from here on out. But maybe not. I don't know. Daniel's pro Daniel will probably enjoy it if he gets a couple books or, you know, I don't know. Uh, and then my meh is uh, Gate Gang Prime because they just sort of wake up. Like, we don't even hang out <laughs> with them. Like, they just. That's true. What is a real easy mission for them. Really. Yeah, yeah. They just took a nap. Uh, meet themselves, get to talk to themselves for a little bit, and then they're just like, "All right, well, uh, all right, well, okay. have fun, guys." Shit, yeah, sucks to suck. We get. I guess we don't need a battery pack. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, uh, what about? They can always send a probe through to make sure that gate's destroyed. Uh, what about you? Uh, do you have a yeah, nah, and a meh? 
Reception. Okay, so mine mine's a little fucked up by my misunderstanding. I thought that they had never finished the new teal robot. So I'm gonna say that my my met is still the first teal robot, the <laughs> one that does get killed because he gets put out of his misery. My ne is the real teal because he's weirdly sad about not having a creepy robot. <laughs> but now I know he ultimately gets one, so I don't know if that counts anymore. But my yay is Harlan, man. Come try us. Success. Three new friends. Apparently four new friends that he, I guess, has some kind of weird mind game shit going with. So like, woohoo! Harlan wins is the winner of the episode. That motherfucker gets everything he wants. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next up, next week, season one, episode 19, There, But for the Grace of God, aired February 20th, 1998. While collecting artifacts on a distant planet, Daniel Jackson is knocked out after touching a mirror-like object. He awakens in the same room, but is unable to locate the other members of SG-1. Assuming that they left without him. Wow. He dials up his return home, but gets there to find that he's in a different reality. In this world, General Jack, General Jack O'Neill and Catherine Langford are in charge of the Stargate program. Hammond is a colonel reporting to O'Neill. And Sam Carter is a civilian scientist working on the project and also engaged to O'Neill. Okay. More importantly, Earth is under attack from the Goa'uld, We've already killed over 1 billion people. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's so many. Carter believes that somehow Jackson is from a parallel dimension. When Jackson learns the point of origin of the Goa'uld attack, he wants to return to his own universe, believing that his Earth will be similarly attacked. I don't feel like we need to watch this, but let's do it anyway. Yeah, it's a Darkest Timeline episode. We, we, yeah. That won't, won't affect the, the, the main timeline. Yeah. Although, but that sounds but that sounds good. I'm I'm looking. I'm it looking sounds fun. To it. it sounds fun and science fiction. Is Teal'c even in this one? Though is that like they didn't even mention Teal'c? Oh, that guy Gary K. McD. He's a real piece of shit. He was like, mm, he's different, and decided not to mention him. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey. If we're lucky enough, advertise here. Start. Supporting sponsors, Yay! Yay! That's over. Do you? How do you like your new underwear slash clothes slash drinking vitamins slash mattress slash toothbrush slash website slash sex toys? I'm better. I'm better for having all of them. Yeah. I was made better. Come try ya. Come try ya. <laughs> these new products. Come try these new products. Hey. Okay, so now, since you stuck around for advertisements, you get to play a fun game called Get to Know Your Hosts. All right. Tori. Yo. If you had to, would you rather um, have clitorises all over your body? Or have Martha Stewart based you like a turkey. What? You don't know. I don't understand that one. I don't get the Martha Stewart one. Like, is she cooking me? Yeah. Am I dying? Or is, or is she just 
doing something kind of gross to me. <laughs> and like, is the clitorises all over your body? Does that mean like literally your whole skin is clitorises? Or does it mean that you just have like a lot of them like in unusual places and and that makes you really fun at certain kinds of parties or is it like gross? Well, I, well, look, uh, look, I'll say Martha Stewart because at the very least like that, that'd be a one and done thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. like if you have clitorises all over your body, like I, I can, you know, I can only imagine that at certain points that would, that would interfere, you know, like they, you, you could get a little oversensitized by just like walking mm-hmm. down the street. You'd have to, you, it would be a thing like for the rest of your life, you know, for good or yes. Ill. So I always, always pick the one and dones in this game. <laughs> so yeah, based like a chicken, it'll be super weird. Hopefully it's not televised and, and then it's, <laughs> and then it's done. But yeah, I agree with you. Like, I'm a little concerned. There's too many. I mean, I have one clitoris and I just want to say like, sometimes that seems like a lot of clitorises to have. <laughs> Because you can only, I mean, first of all, you only need one because you could just do a lot with one a lot of times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, it might, it might be nice to have a second one, but like, where would you put it? Where would you put it? Right. And then other, and then other ones too. It's like, you know. No, I mean, I maybe in the belly button, but other than that, I mean, it feels like it's already <laughs> in the best place. It's already in the best place. Like you put one like in your butt crack, I suppose. Just put it on your elbows. Yeah, no, that seems one on your ear. Yeah, no. The top of your head, like just in just inside your ear. (laughs) Yeah, if you don't shave your head, you just have to put it like. But does it make? Is it bad to dye your hair if you have a clitoris right on top of your head? (laughs) Well, think about it. If it's just a clitoris, right? It's just like it's under the skin. It's just a sensitive little bump. It's not like you're having like urethras everywhere. Oh, okay. You, you, you're rethinking. I have rethinking. <laughs> I just, I don't want to have it everywhere. That would be mean, like in your nostrils, on your eyelids, in your ears, on your neck, in your armpit. Yeah. I just, that's a lot. I don't need that. And like, do they all need to be satisfied before you can have like an afterglow? <laughs> God, that's intense. So I'm just going to go with whatever the other one was. All right. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, well, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's it folks. Uh, please direct all your five-star level positive information to Apple podcasts. Please direct all of your anger at, to this phone number area code U S phone number one plus area code four, two, five, 610-6554 and all your whatever else to the vertical watering <laughs> hole at gmail.com. Oh no, it's just vertical watering hole at gmail. There's no the sorry. Oh. Vertical watering hole at gmail.com. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. Well, that's it. Also, you can direct anything that's really terrible <laughs> straight up your own asshole. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell our cyborg clones. Yeah, I'm not talking about constructive criticism. I'm talking about 
we're not your punching bag. So, yeah, you can eat my dog's dicks. All right, y'all. Well, then, well, then. <laughs> On that note, thanks for hanging out with us at the Vertical Watering Hole. It's been a pleasure. Until next time. See you at the Vertical Watering Hole.